are about to hear a life-changing message preached at Revival International Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Matthew 18, verse 7, the Bible says, Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay continues the powerful message, Those Who Are Offended. Offenses are an eventual part of having close relationships. When you are offended, problems occur and relationships are difficult to have. Offense is a great weapon of Satan that he uses to trick people and divide God's children. So let us listen into this anointed word, not react to offense, and seek God as our ultimate comforter. Be blessed. Oh Lord, I 
Rest your feet with me, please. And ask the Lord to draw you close. Close, close. Put your hand on your heart. The Bible says Psalm 73, verse 28. New American Standard Bible. It says, As for me, nearness to you is my good, so that I may be able to declare your wonderful works. Those who are close to God see his wonders. What is it that's drawing you away from God? Is it sin? Is it an offense? Is it time? Is it bad experiences? Are they friends? Is it even the church sometimes? Is it your pastor? Is it a friend? Nothing is worth it. Nothing is worth the presence. Nothing is worth taking you away from the presence of God. Moses said, Lord, if your presence is not going to go with me, then don't even allow me to take one more step because it will not be worth it. How dangerous. The Bible says, they that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord that he's my refuge, he's my fortress, he's my God. In him will I trust. Where is your trust? In God or in the dollar? Even the dollar reads, in God we trust. Even the dollar speaks. 
the dollar trust in God. There is no dollar without that sign in God. We hundred dollar notes together we trust. Father, help us. Holy Spirit, anoint us. Amen. Anoint everything we do here. Amen. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Give somebody a smile and tell the person, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hallelujah. Today we want to go on straight. We started sharing very important message on offenses. Those who are offended, written by our bishop, those who are offended. Get this book. Last week I just preached from chapter 1. Amen. These lies blind me. I don't know, was it supposed to be for effect or what? It's not, the effect is not effective. Amen. Someone say the effect is not effective. The effect is not effective. All right. So good. Yeah. <clears throat> I can see you. Amen. Now, last week we talked about offenses. Okay, we started talking about offenses. And I want to read again. Matthew chapter 18, verse number 7. Jesus said, Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come. But woe to the man by whom the offense comes. So last week we learned that this were the words of Jesus. Jesus said, you will be offended. Offenses will come. Not only will they come, it is necessary. It, it must and it's need. Those two words are emphatic. Certainty. Offenses will surely come. You know, need me. And it's necessary. And we explain why it's necessary. Because when somebody offends you, it means the person has dared to be close to you. You are asking to be close to Jesus. Your friend wants to be close to you as well. And so long as they are close, who do you expect to offend you? The ones far or the ones close? Let me tell you, it's the ones who are close. How many times has your teeth bitten your toe no. or your buttocks? <laughs> I don't know. Has it happened before? Nope. I am sure that the tongue with the pain, have you bitten your tongue? How many have bitten your tongue before? Hey, very painful. Do you know why? Because your tongue is close to your teeth and dead to share niceties with the teeth the tongue tastes but the teeth has to grind and add let the saliva flow for the tongue to even enjoy it so it's a very good relationship anybody who comes close to you there's a good reason why the lord brings them and therefore it's obvious that if there's anything any person who will offend the tongue i don't expect it to be the toe i expect it to be the teeth so when somebody close to you offends you, do not, it's good to see you. When somebody close to you offends you, like I'm offending Kojo right now. <laughs> good to see you. So you see, this is why, anyway. But when somebody close to you offends you, 
It's not because the person is a bad person. It's because God blessed you enough to bring somebody close to you. Some people are lonely. You try to live in your house alone, you will never be offended. And because nobody will offend, one day the door will offend you. You will shut the door and the door will hit your hand. Now give up on that house too. Say you put, you remove the door and see. Break the door. That tells you that you treat the person who dared to come close better than you treat the door. Because the day the door hits you, you didn't sell your car. You didn't give up your house. And I told you last week that when God brings somebody close to you, because he loves you, because he's pre you're precious to him, because you're honorable. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 4. Bible case says that because you are precious to me, and I have loved you, and you are honorable. Tell somebody, honorable, are you here? Honorable, honorable, honorable. Your honorable is given to your honor, like ministers of state and people who are important. God says you are important. He calls you honorable. Yes. You are precious. You are honorable. You are loved. Therefore, because he has these three attributes concerning you, he will give you men for you and people for your life. So anytime somebody comes close, see, God loves me. I'm precious to him. I'm an honorable person in his sight. That's why he's brought me close. He's brought me a wife or a husband or a son or a daughter or a mother or an in-law or a pastor, nice pastor like me. Standing close to you. Clap for Jesus. I thought you will give a witness because I'm not, am I not a nice pastor? Joy, am I not nice to you? Ah, if you said I'm not, I would have been offended. <laughs> See? There is to be close. And because he said you are not nice, I get offended. And last week, immediately I said that this young little beauty of a girl hugged my dear daughter here and gave her a kiss on her cheek. Do you know what happened? Her lipstick stained her cheek. Yes. Suddenly her makeup was distorted. Oh. Offended. Oh. Because somebody dared to love you. Oh. To kiss you. If it wasn't her, but I went and kissed her. Say, hey! Pastor kisses church member in full view of the cameras. Another offense. So what shall we do? That one too will go viral. Now suddenly, she gets offended. And if it wasn't for my intervention last week, I'm sure there will be somebody else sitting by her. I told her, don't be offended because of the distortion of your makeup. So today she has allowed her to sit again. I'll see what next she offends her by. This time she was doing the offering and say, hey, how much are you giving? So you see, that's why I don't like sitting by you. <laughs> Offense! Just because God, you're precious to God, loved by God, honorable enough to get close to somebody. Some people don't have anybody to come close. They are depressed, suicidal, no friends. Which do you want? 
Anytime you dare to make a friend, you get offense for dessert. I'm promising you. Okay. The closer you are with anybody, the more offensive the person will look. Never compare. I don't know how many of you are married, but CC, never say, if I only I was married to pastor, I would have, you see how pastor preaches? You see the way he likes people? See the way he smiles to people? You don't know. One day somebody said, your husband is very nice. I'm praying that my husband that I'm marrying will be like your husband. Then my wife goes to her. <laughs> okay. My wife told her, pray for revelation first. That you will know what I also go through. Because you are not the teeth, you are not in the mouth. So you don't know what kind of teeth you are dealing with. You say you want to marry to the toe? Really? Really? Ask the toe bone. How many poo-poo stamps he had brought to the house? Ask the nail. How dirty that toe is. You have such a clean tooth. Because you were bitten once, you were going for a dirty toe. You will see that toe doesn't bite, but it's very dirty. Steps in poo poo, kicks dirt, garbage. You see that suddenly you like to taste nice food and even have options, but you won't eat again. You'll be nauseated. The tongue will say, No, 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 no. I mean, toe, go out. The next thing you go for the bum bum. Before long, you realize that not only does the toe kick, but this one, it produces dirty stuff. What do you want? Offense is not a bad thing. It just shows that you are precious. It just shows that you are loved. It just shows that you are worth coming close to. It just shows that you deserve relationships. And therefore, anytime you want people to be around you, like I taught you last week, have a box, a bottle of blood to wipe away people's sins. Carry blood. Because Jesus Christ, in spite of how offensive we are, I don't know how many mistakes. Anytime I finish preaching, do you know my prayer? First prayer, Lord, forgive me. You have such precious people. You chose me to preach to them. Did I do the right thing? Did I say something bad? Something offensive? Something corrupt? Did I say the right words? Please forgive me for the sake of your sheep, and correct the mistakes that I made for their consumption before I drive home. Because you're precious, and I don't want to defile you. You get the point. So you yourself, you have issues. Should we ask the other person how offensive you are? Will you, can you handle the truth? You know, a lot of the compliments that people make of you, I've told somebody, don't say I love you again. I don't, I don't like that word anymore. Because it's commonly used, thrown about anywhere. One wife told her husband, says you, when I do something, you get upset, and then I apologize and I say I love you. You don't say I love you back. And that is the quarrel in their house. I told the lady, are you normal? 
You just said, sorry. The guy said, okay. And immediately you say, I love you. And you say, the guy should say, I love you. Do you like to be pretended to or what? Allow him to relax a little bit. You just apologize. Let him breathe. The, I love you will come. Don't force it. If you force it, you wouldn't like what you will hear. So it's okay. Wait. So I don't like I love you anymore. I like when someone says I like you, I prefer it. Because it's not commonly used. It has more meaning. Now watch this. So Jesus Christ said, it will be necessary. Because he'll give you people. Because you're precious. So it will be necessary. Offenses must needs come. To be necessary. So Jesus Christ, because that he even, I mean, so yes, last week we talked about the fact that, you know, offenses, many people, oh me, I'm not offended. I'm not easily offended. I'm not, how many are very easily offended? You see, everybody said they are not easily offended. Watch this. You watch this. I'm going to show you that you are lying. When you're offended, these are the signs. One, the, when you're offended, you feel hurt. How many have hurt, felt hurt before? It's because you're offended. When you're offended, you feel hurt. Number two is anger. Feel angry. How dare he spoke to me that way? You are in line, and then they bring somebody from behind to come. What does he mean? Is it because I'm black? No, you're blue. You're blue. You're offended. And I can't believe it. Look at the teller. Even she's black, but she pulled the white guy and now offend. Who, who, who? And you came to collect money and you leave. Often angry, hurt. These are signs. But I say, I'm not offended. I'm just reacting to her bad behavior. It's called offense. Number three, it produces resentment. I resent you. I don't want you anymore. Stay away from me. I resent you. Number four, it produces difficulty in forgiving and forgetting. Anytime you hear, I'm forgiven but not forgotten, you see, they're offended. It's difficult. Anytime you have difficulty in forgiving somebody or forgetting, believe me, you're offended. Don't say, I'm not offended. You're offended. Accept it. You're hurt. You're angry. You are resentful. You are what? The fourth thing is difficulty in forgiving. You are offended. Number five. If offenses, it leads to things that bring problems. When problems ensue, you are living nicely with somebody. Somebody, suddenly, there are a lot of problems. You find problem with everything the person does. Usually you are offended. You find an error. You find issues with everything the person does. Usually offended, offended. You could forgive, you could let go, you didn't see any evil, but suddenly when you look, she thinks she's all that. You have a problem with everything. A sign of offense. And then finally, if you have difficult relationships, usually because of offenses. That's why. We start nicely weddings. You pay dinner for everybody. But suddenly, you're always complaining. You're sleeping in another room. All kinds of things. Or you go to work, you find more work rather than going home. The relationship is now a problem. Anytime 
the relationship is having issues. Usually it's things that are offensive that have led to that. See? I'll come to that. But, but certain things like trust, it's not easy. See, trust is like something, wallpaper, when you stick, a sticker one, when you stick, and it sticks nicely, beautiful. When you remove it, it's very difficult to stick it back the first time. Well, you can stick it to stay. Then we'll move it again, try to fix it, put it back. Very soon, it can't stick anymore. <clears throat> it's because if the person, it's, not, it's difficult to put back the sticky material. Offense takes away the sticky material mm. of relationships. Gradually, you drift to a divorce. You drift to, I'm leaving the church. You drift to, I don't want to talk to my mom anymore. You drift to, I'm leaving this job. You drift. But it doesn't change the war. It's still the war. You go, something else will be stuck there. It's offense. You lose people. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the evil spirit behind offense. By the grace of God. Evil spirit behind offense. That offense is actually not just a feeling. It's a spirit. You'll be surprised. Now, let's go to the great book, the Bible. Chapter 10 of those who are offended. Get your copy. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. Let's start from verse 9 to 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, from verse number 9. For to this end also did I write, that I might know the proof of you, whether you are obedient in all things. I'm going to read the message from here. To whom you forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgive anything, to whom I forgive it, for your sakes forgive I it in the person of Christ. Verse 11. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices or tricks. In other words, he's telling you that if I don't forgive, Satan will take advantage of us because that's part of his trick. Anybody who's unforgiving, you're vulnerable to the devices of Satan. Let's read from the Message Bible. 2 Corinthians chapter, 9, chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. You'll be shocked. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. The focus of my letter, or of my preaching, isn't on punishing the offender. See the word offense. But getting you to take responsibility for the health of the church. Meanwhile, the church is not the, the, the four walls. It's the people. The relationships. Yep. Let it be healthy. The church can be in your heart. The Bible says where two or three are. Where the two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. You get married in the church, it's in the midst of you. 
By the way, if you have not been married by a pastor or in the church, get married in the church. Let God put you together. Yeah. Not, not a lawyer. The Bible says, what God has put together, let not man put asunder. Let a God's representative do it for you. Wow. Not a judge, not an unbeliever sitting somewhere. I'm serious. Let God do it. There's a certain grace that comes. Marriage was never instituted by a lawyer in the law court, but by God in the garden. That's it. It doesn't have to cost you much. I've never charged a dime. And I'll not charge a dime for your wedding either. Kayla, say amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Now, says the focus of my letter wasn't on punishing offenders. Offenders deserve punishment. I'll say it for you. That's how we feel. That's our mindset. They need to be punished. The way you talk to me, I need to slap you. That's how we talk. That's how offense. You, as I go into offense, you see. My God says, no. It's okay that you feel like punishing, but it, my, my, my attitude is not to punish the offender. But on getting you to take responsibility for the health of the church, of the relationship. Now, what that means is that when you're offended, remember the health of your relationship is at stake. Your responsibility is to take responsibility to bring good health to the relationship. Satan's is to divide it. Adam and Eve, God put them together beautifully in the garden. And they were offended with each other. When God said, came and said, Adam, where are you? He said, um, I heard your voice. I was naked, so I hid. God said, have you eaten of the fruit? And immediately, his voice was, that woman that you gave me. He accused the woman and accused the God who gave the woman. Yeah. Some people in the marriage, they will accuse the wife and accuse the mother of the wife. Your, your father, your head is just like your father. Empty, good. I, I, don't, I don't blame you. When I came to your house and I said, I knew that you're going to be like him. Then you are the most, and I won't say what you are. You get the point. But the point that I'm making is this, that you can see that it's the health of the relationship between Kayla and Gabby that is at stake. It's not even about the offense. What you're losing is a relationship. Gradually, what you're losing is peace. What you're losing is sanity. What you're losing is a precious entity. Look, you can have cars, you can have houses. Human beings and relationships are more valuable than any of these. So Paul said, don't focus on punishing the offender, but focus on making the relationship take responsibility. Not that you see offense. To make the relationship healthy. If some of the church members who was left had understood this, they wouldn't just walk away. Some of the divorces, if they had understood this, they would never have been divorced. Some of the jobs that we had, that we regret we left, you banged the door out of offense and you walked away. And last week I told you, you, unfortunately, you realized that you had left your cell phone oh, and your car in the office and your car key. <laughs> and unfortunately, you threw your badge, which had the code, 
in the toilet. So now you are there. Suddenly you realize that you've been a fool. You walk towards the door and you don't, you want to call but you don't have a phone. You want to swipe but your badge is not there. And your pride will not also make you go through the back door and say, please, look, I was foolish. Look at that. And now you don't have a job. When your anger goes down, you realize, oh, there are bills to pay. Even the feeling you get when you're offended should tell you that it's a demon. Watch this. Watch this. Take focus your the focus of my letter is not pun the focus of should not be to punish the offender but get take responsibility to make healthy the people involved the church so if you forgave him if you did i forgive him also don't think i'm carrying around a list of personal grudges You are not made to carry weight. Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, you don't need to open it. It says that, you know, now seeing we have a great cloud of witnesses, give up the sin and the weights. That's the weights and the sin that so easily besets you. Weights. Grudges are a weight. You haven't done anything, so it's not a sin to be offended. It's not a sin. But it's a weight. It weighs you. You can yourself. You feel you are heavy. Ah. Yeah. Offense, eh? Like I said last week, it's like mm, mm, mm. you want somebody to feel that I'm offended and to come and oppose it. It's like drinking poison and ah. expecting the other person will die. Ah. Who loses? Oh. Who is unhappy? You've gone to a party. You've seen the person who took away your boyfriend when you were young you came with your nicely married husband and you said suddenly you get and then you lose appetite what a shock who is suffering hey. who are the person is dancing oh. down, 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 down. Don't, do, don't do this at home if you don't have good knees like mine you may not be able to get up until Amina be careful clap for Jesus now you don't, don't. I may be adding humor, but this is so important. Listen, everything God will ever give you, he'll give you through man. I'll say it again. Everything you will ever have, even your spouse, somebody has to introduce him. Even your mother. Even your boss. Somebody. And if you burn all the bridges that hold these people together, where are you going to get your blessing? Yeah, last week I told you, give and it shall be given to you. God is the one you give to and he wants to give back to you. You give big offering, big tithe and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. Shall God give to you? The Bible says, shall men give into your bosom? You will require men, even when God wants to bless you. Very soon, if you keep getting offended with everybody and everything, there'll be nobody to bring your rewards after you've done good things. Hey. It's only the demon that will make that happen. So, if you forgive him, I forgive him. Don't think I'm carrying around a list of personal grudges. 
The fact that I am joining in with your forgiveness as Christ is with us is guiding us. After all, we don't want to unwittingly give Satan an opening for yet more mischief. Hey. We are not oblivious to his sly ways. I'm preaching. Preach. I said I'm preaching. Preach. I'm preaching a very good message. Preach. Even me myself, I'm enjoying it. I'll buy my own message. Ah. By the grace of God. I mean, it's such a good message. I'm enjoying it myself. Please buy it for me, okay? Oh. Yeah. We are not ignorant of his sly ways. We are not oblivious. Most of my friends that I lost, I didn't have to lose them. If I knew this truth. I got to America because of a friend who I nearly gave up because of offense. He was the one who got me my program. I couldn't finish my interview and I went. I said, I'm tired. I have to go for Christmas. My spouse, my children are waiting. Ghana, what is this? It was this boss who's waiting all the... My friend told me, wait. Eventually I left. He said, don't worry. I will follow up for you. He did. Oh. Of all the beautiful interviews I got, this is the only one that accepted me. And it was only because a friend who had offended me had let go. Today, you wouldn't have been hearing this message because I wouldn't have come to America. It was because I forgave an offense that you have a pastor and you are getting this message. Clap for Jesus. Wow. Now, watch this. Paul said, if I didn't forgive and you didn't forgive, we would have opened ourselves up to the advantage of Satan. Because that is his trick. In other words, if you can't forgive an offense, you are open to the devices of Satan. Oh yeah. I'm going to prove to you from the Bible that it's true. Genesis chapter 4, verse 1. Practical. Genesis chapter 4, verse number 1. And she conceived and had Cain. She said, I've gotten a man with God's help. Next verse. Then she had another baby called Abel. Abel was a headsman. Then she had another baby, Abel. Abel was a headsman and Cain was a farmer. Bring back the new King James. She had another baby. Then verse 3. Let's keep reading from verse. Watch this carefully. Verse 3. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of fruit of the ground. To the Lord. Then keep going, please, when I finish, until I tell you. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and their fat. He brought the firstborn, and you know, King James is better. He brought, you see, Cain just brought salad, and God doesn't like salad. <laughs> you know. And Abel he brought first of his flock. The first, the best, and the fat ones. She reminds me when I was growing up and my first job that I got, 
I knew about tithing. Whenever I got down, they would pay me in cash. So if they pay me, say, $1,000, I would count $1,000 in front of them. It was a city, so it was a lot. So I put it in a plastic bag, black. I can't count to make sure that it's up to 1000 Then I put it in the bag. But as I'm counting, I'm putting the clean notes aside. Every clean note, I put it aside. I put it aside. Because I know I've paid my tithe. Out of the thousand, it was supposed to be a hundred. So I'll put the clean ones aside. And then when I finish putting all the clean ones aside, I say, ah, okay, it's thousand. Good. Then I see all the clean ones and I count it again. If it's 170 instead of 100, out of the 170, I count the cleanest of the 170 clean ones. That is what I put in an envelope. And I give us my tithe to the Lord. Clap for Jesus. It was because I saw this. I saw that the first men, God loved Abel because he gave the first and the best. I called it the first and the best, the cleanest. I never touched my money until I did. I've done that throughout. I've never lacked anything good. Now watch what happened to Abel for his behavior. The Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. This is tithing 101. Then, verse 5, But Cain, unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. He had not respect. And Cain was very offended. That word is wrath. Angry, offended. Very offended. When you're offended, the first thing that happens, his countenance fell. His mood changed. Watch it when your mood changes. Watch when somebody you're standing with, their mood change. Sometimes you have to run. His mood fell. His mood changed. Because God didn't accept his offering. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why are you offended? Why are you angry? Why are you wroth? And why is your countenance fallen? Keep going. If you did well, shall you not be accepted? Now, this is where I want you to pay attention to. If you did not do well, sin lies at the door. And unto you shall his desire be, but you should overrule over it. If over him. Watch this. Sin lies at the door, and unto you shall his, his, not it, his desire be. And thou shalt overrule him. God does not use it for the offense, because it's a spirit. And he's at the door. Everybody that God accepts, everybody that God is around, even in this church, sin is at your door. A door means access, wanting access. Anytime I come to your door and I'm knocking, I'm looking for access to you, isn't it? I knock on your door because I want to see you. I want to come to you. Open to me. When you hear at the door, it means it wants access. And God said, sin is at the door. And his desire is for you. His desire is for you. You must not allow it. You must actually rule. Overruled means I don't accept it. You can't come in here. Rule over it. 
Don't let it come in. Anytime you're offended, believe me, next thing at the door is sin. And that word sin over there is the sin, the, you know, the, 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 the spirit of whatever is going to make you react in a negative, bad way. Sin is a reaction, an evil reaction that is generated or, 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 or motivated by a spirit. In this case, the spirit is offense. Offensive people really want to do evil. Offended people. I'll say it again. Sin lies at the door. And unto you shall his desire be. His desire is for you. That word desire is hunger. It's hungry for you. Thirsty for you. Desire. You know, you see a man, sometimes I'm going, especially in summer, you're walking and you see a man, a man is walking, a woman is walking, the skirt is this way, and you can see that the man is watching. One man was following one sister of mine and drove straight into the ditch, <laughs> watching the woman's behind. Desire is for whatever it is. Desire is a lustful inclination. That is how hungry sin is for you when you're offended. Very hungry. It's focused on you. It's at the door. His desire is for you. His. The word is his. You must overrule him. God does not use it. You are the one who uses it for offense, for all these things. It's a personality. Believe me. Believe me. God warned Cain. This is what's going to happen to you. Please, take care. Anybody here, you're offended. Please, I can assure you. Your next move will not be good. Your next move will not be good. Even if you don't make any move, good moves will be put back. Have you? There's a problem. Is there any problem? There's no problem. Are you okay? Yes. Are you angry? No. What single syllabic answers? Or quietness. And look at what happened to this guy. And thou shalt rule over him. Then the next verse. And Cain talked with Abel his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against his own brother Abel and slew him, killed him. It's not normal for somebody to kill the wife, the husband, the brother, the sister, a relative. It's not normal. There is a spirit, a demon. It takes a demon to kill close people. But yet, when somebody dies and has a spouse, the first accused is the spouse. Not even a thief. Because everybody knows by statistics that this evil happens to offended people. And number one offended person is the spouse. Or is a church member. Or is it this? Or is it this? Close people. Closest. Closest people are the most offended people. I was very shocked 
when my cousin who was traveling to america at that time i was in ghana walking to the airport and turned to the mother i said i'm so happy that finally i leave you You are such an offense to me. And this is good riddance of old garbage. That's what the son said to the mother. The mother cried like a baby. Said, I paid for your schooling. I've done all this. Is that what I get for this? With that, the guy entered the plane. I would have even been afraid to enter the plane. That guy has never done well. Never. Sin lies at the door. It will make you become rude to your own destiny. To make you destroy somebody who would have been a help to you. To make you say words that you regret for life. Words are unfortunately are not easy to take back. Or even make you kill. The reason why people who are offended don't kill in civilized society is because of the police. Yeah. Many want to kill. Although you're not called Cain, I'm telling you honestly. Listen, I'm saying that I'm married for a while. I've been in a job for a while. I've, I've, have you felt like killing your boss before? But well, you can't because of the police. Yeah. Some of you have felt like killing your spouse before. Yeah. One day, I'm a pastor. A pastor called us and took a picture. Do you know what the picture? A nurse of a wife had brought Lancet surgical knife from the stolen from the surgery center and had put it at the bed in the night the nurse was about to do angry offended to slash a vessel or something from the guy but as he was going to bring cloth to cover something fell and the guy woke up when the guy woke up saw the thing took a picture and sent to us this is what i found we were, we were all, we didn't know whether to go to the house or to call the police and all kinds of things. Go and call the police is complex, for sure. When we go to the house too, we may be... What would you have done? We have gone to the house. That's what we did. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you the truth. girl was offended when she started pouring out offense you need somebody to just vent evil spirits don't like light they love darkness when you keep it you will kill silence is dangerous when she talked and talked and talked and talked and you know my strategy anyone who's offended when I come to a situation like that I find something that the person who was offended did right. And I said, you are right. Just so that I can get the attention of the person. Because people who are offended, if you tell them they are wrong, you've lost them for life. So my, my experience, I always tell them they are right. I take a certain small part that they are right. So if it's between the two of you and you are the offended, you were the one who had the night. I said, ah, you're right. And I take it. And I rebuke. Why did you do this? Why did you do this? Why did you? They usually breathe. Now, their pride goes down. Murder goes down to anger. Anger goes down to insults. Insults go down to, I don't like you. I don't like going to, to tears. And then they come down. So while they are coming down, then you are firing, you are firing. And when they come down, I tell them, look, let me tell you, I told you, you know that he's wrong. 
you apologize. apologize. And I tell you too. Uh-huh. And I deal with it. I deal with it. Then they can see. Otherwise, the demon will not make them see. Hey. Yeah. Watch this. Cain talked with Abel and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Killed him. Keep going. And the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? And look at the rude answer. I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Rudeness is a sign of offense. Cheeky answers is a sign that people or no answers. Am I my brother's keeper? Then keep going, verse. Keep going, keep going, please. And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out unto me from the ground. Keep going. And now you are cursed from the earth. That's what the devil wants. You murder, it's a curse. Which has opened her mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. The thing is that when you're offended, what offended you is bad enough. But usually do things worse than the thing that offended you. That tells you it's a spirit. Watch the spirit that brews inside of you. The feelings you have. Nice person like this. You want to beat your mother. You want to beat your boss. You want to kill. You want to smash the car. You want to slap the pastor. You want to walk out of the church. You want to walk out of the job. One person just threw food all over the wall and the carpet. How do I know you'll be? It's a demon. When you recover, you are amazed and angry at what you did. It means you were under influence. It's like alcoholics. When alcoholics are under influence, we call it, when they see you driving and they take your alcohol level, they write DUI, driving under influence. Influence of what? Alcoholic spirits. There's something in, in medicine called mani apotu. Mani apotu is called an intoxication. Why are you intoxicated? Mani apotu. It's alcoholic blackout. You don't see anything. You don't know anything. You can dance the whole party to its feet. The following day, when they show you pictures, you don't remember. Because you are under deep influence. Yeah. Most people who are really offended, they are under influence. They don't even, in their normal selves, they wouldn't behave that way. Ladies and gentlemen, it's dangerous. This guy killed. There was a guy called Absalom whose brother Amnon raped the half-sister Tamar. The guy didn't say anything. I would say in second, I believe it's second Samuel chapter 13. He said neither good nor bad. Nothing good, nothing bad. He just kept quiet and told the sister, has Amnon done this to you? Don't worry, calm down. That's all. Bible says in the space of two years, this boy said neither good nor bad. One evil response to offense is you're quiet. I won't talk to you. In that darkness, bruise satanic evil. Listen, his desires for you. Bring me that scripture that says the devil's Peter, Peter, Simon, Simon. The devil sought to sift you like wheat. Bring that scripture to me. 
but I prayed for you. Says the devil sought to sift you, desired to sift you like wheat. Usually when you are offended, the devil is at the door. His desire is for you. He wants to sift you like wheat. But I pray for you. Please bring that scripture. It's in Luke, I believe. It says, Simon, Simon. Yeah, good. Luke chapter 22, verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired, the word is here again, to have you. His desire is for you. That he may sift you as wheat. Then watch. The solution to an offense when Satan is against you Look at the solution. Jesus said, I have prayed for you that your faith does not fail. And when you are converted, you will strengthen your brothers. You know, Peter was offended that Jesus said he was going to die. Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. For you are an offense to me. You savor the things of man, not the things of God. Simon was very offended. That offense didn't go. Jesus told me, you are offended. Satan saved you like witch. But I prayed for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I am telling you honestly that the evil that comes is spiritual. Don't allow yourself to react with that feeling. You are under influence. Nobody who is offended does anything good. James chapter 1, I believe verse 19 or verse 20. He says, the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. It can never do anything right. In fact, yeah, go, go to verse 19 first. He says, be slow to speak. Especially when you are offended. Beloved, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, slow to be offended. Because, watch this verse 20. The wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. Many people who have done evil things. Now, this Absalom guy who said nothing good or bad to the brother, you know what he did? Eventually, he killed his brother. Killed Amnon. He invited them after two years to a party. A party. All his brothers. And he told his servants, give them drink. Let them drink a lot. When they are drunk, single out this guy and slay him. And they, they, they killed him. Because of that offense. If you don't deal with offenses, time doesn't necessarily heal. Talk about it. Talk to somebody. Deal with it. Seek counsel. Seek prayer. Seek the word of God. Like what I'm dealing with you now, it is dealing with a lot of demons. I'm telling you honestly. After last week, many people texted me. I thank you for that. Plans that they had. Plans. Evil plans. Thank God for his word. The Bible says he sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their distractions. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Offense is something that happens when Satan has targeted you for distraction and elimination. Offense is a great weapon of Satan against the church, against relationships, against your job against your marriage offense every job you left you were offended either at the pay at the boss or something every relationship you were led you were left it was offense every church you left you were offended i'm telling you only one factor satanic influence under influence 
every person must set himself in readiness to be hurt one day once you are offended a great plan to destroy you has been set in motion do not take the subject of offense lightly offense will remove you from the race when nothing else works against you yeah because when your enemy is you you are in trouble when your enemy is inside of you you are in trouble the best place that's why you know uh, uh, poison kills fastest yeah hitler the only thing they tried to that killed him was poison they tried bomb it didn't work everything didn't work it was when he took cyanide strong men die because of poison and when offense enters you yourself destroyed the thing that has this your own marriage that you paid for you are destroying it because of offense the job that you prayed and fasted for you destroyed because of offense the child that you took nine months to bear and they cut you episiotomy to bear you've lost blood you can curse the child when you're offended A mother who was so dear to you, you can curse the mother because of offense. A church through which you got born again, you can curse, you can just say anything, smear evil because of that. A church that has been a blessing to you, you can decide oh, one day I'm not coming anymore because of offense. That is when Satan gets you. When he can generate the resentment from inside, it's easiest. Your mother-in-law cannot do it. Your father-in-law cannot do it. Nobody external, you can be protected, but internal, you are not. You have no power. The best is to take the advice that God gave to Cain that his desire is, to, is for you. Jesus also gave, he said, to sift you like wheat. Desire is for you. Fight it, overcome it, overrule it. Don't respond to it. Please. I have had an opportunity to end my marriage several times. Held back. Yeah, I held back. One day I took my wife's chain and I pulled it and it tore. I said, you see, the real thing I wanted to do was to pull the throat out. Thank God there was a chain. Offended. Angry. Hurt. Resent. The police, if I had not found the chain, perhaps I'll be in jail. So you're not the only one it affects. It affects all of us. Yeah. I felt like beating my boss before. Oh, yeah. Don't pretend you haven't felt like that. I have felt like beating my mother before. Beating my mother. Beating my mother. Offense. Evil. Evil is satanic. Where do those feelings come from? My own mother who bare me. My own spouse who breastfed fed me. Sorry, my mother who breastfed me, not my wife. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. It was a mistake. Kojo, stop laughing at me. <laughs> I 
I mean, let me correct it for the records. My mother who breastfed me. Uh-huh. My wife who plate fed me. Uh-huh. The reason why the offense is so evil is that the person offended feels so justified that he cannot even see that he is being destructive to himself or destroying himself is the self-righteousness that offense gives us that drives us into action if you knew it was satan you wouldn't do it but sometimes you feel you are right you're justified right let me prove it to you as we end hebrews chapter 12 verse 15 the bible says lest you fail of the grace of God. Looking diligently. Watch out. Watch out diligently. Because you are about to fail of the grace of God. When offenses are coming. Lest any root of bitterness. Springing up troubles you first. You are the one who troubles. And thereby many be, off- be defiled. Do you know what offense does? First of all, it destroys you. Troubles you. It makes you into a demon. It makes you into a very evil person. And when you are evil, you destroy yourself. You suddenly change. I wish you could see spiritually what would happen to you when you're offended. Like if this guy could see the way God saw Cain. God saw it said, look, this is what's happening to you. This is what's happening. Believe it. The word of God is telling you this is what happens. Believe it. But he didn't see and look at all the trouble. So first trouble that came was him. He was changed and troubled. He says it troubles you. The root troubles you. See the thing is that because it's called root, you don't see roots are not seen. They are down. So you will not see it. But what you do, you defile everybody around. People around you suffer. When you're offended, the words, gossip, evil words, People, you you should see somebody speaking about their own mother. Evil. Their own spouse. Evil. Their own pastor. Evil. When you hear somebody who's talking about their pastor in an evil way, they're offended. When you hear somebody speaking about their spouse in a very derogatory way, they're offended. When you hear a teenager speaking evil, they're offended. They They are troubled and they are defiling everybody. They want everybody to feel how they feel. They are spreading Satan. They are spreading evil. They are spreading venom. And usually somebody who leaves church wants other people to leave church and they start talking. That person needs help. Not your company. And when somebody is offended and they come to you, my brother, you may be the only salvation they will have. Save them. Even if they are right about what they are saying, for their sake, if you love them, don't agree and reinforce it. At least for the moment. I wanted to leave the church because I was offended by my bishop. I was rebuked at a meeting. As I was going home, I made my, I'm going, I'm never coming to this church. My first person I told was my wife. And my wife told me, ah, but that's your father. That's the one who led you to Christ. That's what I was preached to you. Today, you've grown big, you know scriptures, and you're being offended. 
and you are saying nasty things, he told me, I don't agree with you. So if you are leaving the church, you can leave the church. I am not leaving the church. This is my church. And none of our children is leaving the church. You go. Go. But we will not go with you. I don't agree with you. That was it. That was my salvation. If she had agreed, you would not have had such a nice pastor. With such a nice message. And then I went and I prayed. I knelt down. In my self-righteous self, I said, God, look at how your people are treating me. This is how I describe my bishop and my pastors. Look at those people. They call themselves pastors. Look how they are treating me. I'm telling you, I'm confessing my sins. I was about to walk. And I cried tears. Then a hand from nowhere came on my shoulder. My son, the Holy Spirit sent an angel. My son, my son, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be blessed? Choose. I cried like a baby. Then I remember the word. Simon, Simon, the devil has sought to sift you like wheat, but I prayed for you so that you don't lose your faith. Because I'm about to lose my faith. And when you are strengthened, you should convert it. You should strengthen your brothers. What you need is conversion. Convert. Change back to normal. Leave the influence of that spirit. Can't you see your home is being destroyed? Can't you see your life is being destroyed? Can't you see people around you are being destroyed? Can't you see your character is changing? Can't you see your message is changing? You used to be such a nice guy. Such a nice person. Such a nice friend. Such a nice church member. Look at you. You're being destroyed. You don't talk anymore. There's no conversation. It's not sweet anymore. You can't even enjoy your own spouse. Enjoy your own church. Enjoy your own parents. Enjoy your own church. Enjoy your job. That gives you money. You think it's a good thing? It's of the devil. He came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that you will have your life back and that you will have it more abundantly. Have your relationship back. Have your spouse back. Have your job back. Have your joy. Remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You are not even happy. You are not happy, but pride has kept you. You've embraced your offense like a blanket, like a comforter. Offense is not the Holy Spirit. It's not a comforter. Let go. Let God. He sent his word to heal them. And to deliver them from all their distractions. Rise to your feet. Put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hand on your heart. Tell God I'm sorry. Tell God I repent. Tell God I'm back. Tell God I refuse Satan's efforts and tricks. I reject his tricks. I refuse to be vulnerable. Tell the Lord, it's not a good thing to be offended. Oh, speak boldly. It's not a good thing to be offended. And in your own words, tell the Lord how many things you've lost. Speak to the tell. Remember that relationship? 
remember that job remember your christian life remember your church remember everything just tell the lord i'm tired of losing i have been such a loser because of offense but i want to win again i want your presence i want your power i want to glorify you i want from the inside to honor you by my feelings thank you Jesus thank you Holy Spirit now you are here you are crying from within your eyes have been opened light has come and therefore there's a lot of regret God says to tell you that don't worry that spirit of heaviness will also be driven away that spirit is the last part of that satanic influence you are regretting for a bad thing, not for a good thing. Let the bad go. Be purged. Be purged. Speak to the Lord. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Now you are here. You want to surrender. Remember what Jesus said? Simon, Simon. Whenever somebody mentions your name twice, it means alert. There's danger. Simon, Simon, listen, pay attention. Pay attention. The Lord has mentioned your name. He said, The devil has sought to sift you like wheat, but he's a liar. I have prayed for you. I want to pray for some people here today. Some people here who have been brutally assaulted by the spirit of offense. You've lost certain things in life because of the spirit of offense. You are crying inside as I'm preaching. You're very worried that it could have been better. The Lord says, I want to restore the health of your life. I want to bring you back to sanity. The Lord says, what you don't know that you failed, look in the lid, lest any man fail of the grace of God. That that offense was about to send you to hell. Because God doesn't take offended people. The Bible says when you are offended, you lose, you fail of the grace of God. The grace of God that leads to salvation. Today, God wants to restore your salvation and give you a new heart that can deal with these situations. If you are here like that and something is eating you up and it's making you feel like you have to start your Christian life again. You have to rededicate your life to Christ. Because of all this you didn't know. Light has come and you feel like starting afresh. You feel like re receiving new power. Bible says because of the anointing the yoke shall be broken. God wants to break that yoke in the next three minutes. If you are here like that and you want a surrendered life so that God will free you and set you back on the grace of God that gives you your full salvation then if you are here like that just walk up to the front walk up to the front clap for them as they come clap for them walk up to the front walk come come brother you can come 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 clap for Jesus as they come clap for Jesus as they come keep coming keep coming keep coming today the anointing will break every yoke and will restore you and to favor with God come there are at least three people that are still standing out there don't walk away Jesus said the solution is prayer said Jesus said I represent Jesus at this point said I prayed for you so that your faith will not fail again your faith will be restored 
and when you are converted today conversion is taking place you will become strong to strengthen others walk up to the front don't care about who is looking or who is not looking that's none of their business at the end of the day when the devil is dealing with you and destroying your life they will have no power to help you let not your pride hold you back especially there are two men here your heart is beating you know that the lord is telling you i can help you you can't help yourself your maleness x is it excess or xy chromosome is not going to help you i'm talking there are two guys as you're standing devastated in your in various ways by offense god is putting you straight but you cannot fight it anymore walk up to the front god loves you and cares about you and wants to help you please walk up to the front don't walk away walk in walk walk up and let the lord convert you the power of god alex the power of god the power of god lift up your hands if you're up front here jesus he is able more than able to accomplish what concerns me today he is able more than able he can handle anything that comes my way oh yes jesus thank you jesus oh i see those tears jesus is here they will never be the same receive the power of god now before i pray for you i want you to make this confession all of you here say this after me and congregation there are several of you who are standing there out of pride you won't come yeah so the devil is locking him says ah yeah he's using another thing to lock you no problem god is giving you an opportunity as you are standing there meaning as if you're standing here and say these words after me everybody lift up your hand even in the congregation please it's a deliverance session say this after me say lord jesus you are greater than i am you are greater than my problems i surrender i surrender unto you unto you you know i feel like there are some people here you want to even come to represent somebody you know is under that bondage walk up to the front maybe it's not you but walk up to the front for the sake of that person true walk up to the front for the sake of that person walk up to the front for the sake of that person walk up to the front god will deliver that person and if that person is you this also gives you room to feel free and come 
Thank you, Jesus. Now, lift up your hands and say this. Say that, Oh, my Father, Abba Father, Jehovah, I will not be subject to the evil spirit of offense. I reject it. I refuse it. I rebuke it. I decline to be subject to its effect. Evil spirit of offense. I release you to leave. Get out of me. Get out of me. Never come back. From now, I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I refuse to walk in sin. And the spirits that control it. Father, forgive me for all my sins of offense, of evil. Cleanse me by the blood of Jesus Christ. I reject sin and his effect that door will be shut I will overpower sin grant me the power to overcome the sin influence of offense in myself and in the people around me I will not be troubled anymore I reject every root of bitterness of offense I refuse to defile others in the name of Jesus Christ and now I believe Jesus is the Christ the son of the living God the savior of my body the savior of my spirit the savior of my life to save me I confess my sins by this confession I am born again I am a child of God all things are passed away all offenses are passed away behold all things are become new please write my name in the book of life once and for all and give me the holy spirit to fight foul spirits of offense i am free because he who the sun says free is free indeed you know as i touch you the lord is the one touching you amen he will take care of you oh yes all the tears will be wiped away jesus is passing this way oh lord wow weren't you blessed by that anointed word of god Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.